Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Mission Connect. Join us next week. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. I'm Emily James, your host, and here with co-host, Passion to Reaches, founder and director, Pastor Fanu Ip. Hi, Pastor Fanu. How are you? I'm doing great, Emily. And as always, excited for another uh, episode of Mission Connect. Yes, a reminder to all our listeners that this podcast is all about connecting you to God's mission for your life and helping others connect to their mission. So today on the podcast, we have a guest with us again today, and a very interesting story, someone who recently came to Canada. He's going to be sharing his story and his testimony and, uh, you know, immigrating over to Canada and what God called him to here. So. I think this is powerful, Emily, because, you know, God uh, in the Bible, in Acts, it talks about how God determines the places, the locations, actually, geographic mm. locations where we will live and what we will do. And, yeah. uh, you know, obviously now with what, everything that's going on politically in North America, there's a lot of talk about immigration and immigrants and, yeah. uh, you know, part of the uh, part of the conversation is that literally in North America, everyone that pretty much lives on the continent, uh, especially in Canada and the U.S., are all immigrants. I mean, except for the natives, uh, at some point, somebody got on a boat or a plane Mm -hmm. and uh, came to to these shores. And so uh, the idea that, and and when you look at what God has done, both within North America and through and from North America, you see the importance of God directing people's steps to a certain specific location, geographic location, and what he could potentially do through their life. And, you know, now that I'm talking about it, I'm thinking about my own life. I remember when I was in the Middle East, God spoke to me and said to me, you're going to go to Canada. It's funny, I was I grew up in the Middle East, as you know, and then I was in India for about six months. And it's while I was in India, specifically, that the Lord spoke to me and said, you're going to go to Canada, and from Canada, you're going to travel the nations of the world. You're going to preach the gospel. And so, you know, God has a location for our mission. Yeah. Well, that's, that sounds pretty good, actually. I just came up with that. Every mission has a location. So, yeah. you know, if God's called us for a mission, he's got a, a, a place where he wants us to be established right. from where he can use us and, and develop our call and our... Uh, and our giftings and what he's called us to do. So uh, I think this is going to be an incredible uh, interview. And, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of the people that listen to this podcast uh, were immigrants at Mm -hmm. some point in their life when they moved to uh, another country that was not the country of their birth. So and, you know, we're talking a lot about, you know, connecting to God's mission and a lot, you know, majority of that has to do with our trust and faith and obedience um, to God. And there's nothing like taking your family and uprooting from where you are and moving and trusting and putting your faith in God saying, God, this is where we feel called and this is why we're doing it. So, you know, that's important to understand and and hear other people's faith stories and, and being obedient to the Lord. So let's welcome on our guests to today's show, Rohit Phillips. Thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me over. Rohit, we are excited to have you on the show today. And your story is a faith story. And it's a story of being on mission uh, with and for God. And so we're really uh, excited to hear what God's done in your life. So let's start, Rohit, with talking about where um, your journey started. I mean, uh, uh, were you born and raised in a Christian home? Uh, And when, when did you really make that commitment, if you will, that sincere commitment, full, wholehearted commitment to Christ? 
uh well yeah i was you know uh, born in a christian family uh, i know raised in a christian family oh sorry where was this again uh this was back in india in india in in, in a state called uttar pradesh okay. you know that's north of india mm-hmm. and uh, so i was born out there and then uh, i was you know uh, in a nominal christian you know uh, household when i say nominal it means basically you know you go to church every sunday you know you come back you know you lead your life the way it is and you know go back again to another you know sunday service and come back and you know nothing changes basically you know you once in a while pick up the bible read and uh, and that's about it you know you pray you know you the the night prayers the family time you know and the 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 road prayers sometimes mm-hmm. you know and and uh, that's that's about it so that's nominal life so it's you not know, really influencing changes. your faith not influencing your life really no not yeah. at all mm-hmm. you know so how did you go from that background to actually coming to faith in Christ what was the process what was the journey uh so uh, what happened was you know as i was growing up uh, in the setting um uh i was uh, there was always a hunger you know uh, i i used to be a very aloof kind of a child uh you know i used to hardly barely talk an introvert kind of a person and uh, and that also uh, got further you know uh, sort of um, uh, uh you know impacted by by my family in in a way because my parents separated and you know then I, there was always a a lack of a physical presence of a father in my life you know my mother was in a transferable job so i used to go with her my brother you know chose to stay with my dad and wow. and you know so i was always you know grew up with the without the physical presence of a father so there was always uh, a lack of that you know uh, that comfort of you know falling back on a on a father you know the the directions that you that as a child you you like mm-hmm. uh, from a father you know was was missing all through uh so there was always this you know void in my in my life that you know there is uh, uh no one like a father to you know go and talk to you know when you are in trouble and you are you know scared or you know you you are probably you know under peer pressure or stuff like that as as a growing you know boy uh and then you know what happened was you know i started uh, uh reading uh, every day with jesus somebody gave that to me and uh, while what i was in book of some sort uh yeah that's yeah. a book by selvin uh, hughes uh, it's a uh, it's an annual you know devotional you know okay. series so every day you there is a chapter you read mm-hmm. there's a there is a little prayer at the end of it so i used to do that you know i started doing that and made that as a as a habit you know so and and, and as i started doing that my questions in life started getting answered every day mm. so i used to sleep with something and you know get up in the morning read that pray and read the bible and my questions used to get answered uh and that sort of you know helped me to build a relationship with god mm-hmm. and and uh you know and and i never knew that you know during the process over years that you know i actually realized that okay fine you know there's a father in heaven with god and who who actually started filling that void which was there in my life of uh, not having a father around and uh, i started building building a relationship with god wow. and uh, and that really you know changed the way i uh, i i lived as a as a christian wow so it was a really a really a personal encounter a personal connection with the lord and uh, and really knowing that god had answers 
yes. to the questions of life. Absolutely. Uh, that's what sort of led you closer to the Lord. And then how did you move from there to having a personal relationship? I assume at the time you started going to church and you were more committed uh, at church, etc. And then when did you sort of come to this idea of business as your mission, as, as what God had called you to do? Uh, how did that happen? Uh, yeah, so I started working, uh, you know, I am a pharmacy graduate. I started with uh, my career into into a pharma company. Then, you know, I, I realized very, very quickly that, you know, uh, I have a calling towards communication, towards media. Hmm. And then I shifted career to advertising. So I got... So you went from pharma to advertising. To advertising, wow. right. Okay. And, uh, you know, so... And God has you know, miraculously brought jobs. You know, I, I, I dream about a company and got takes me there you know uh, i mean with no background in ad- in advertising i went and you know got a job in mudra which was one of the biggest advertising agencies in india wow. i got a job there and uh, i started working there you know from there i moved to another advertising agency and from there you know shifted careers to volvo in india and then you know uh, i but then always there was always this thing of you know let me do something of my own you know uh, I was always that, you know, fidgety in terms of, you know, moving from here to there. I was never, you know, at peace uh, mm-hmm. while, you know, working. So, and then, uh, and I also realized that, you know, whenever something got put in my heart, he fulfilled it. He brought it to pass. Mm-hmm. He put business in my heart and he gave me a business of my own. And which was, I was hardly, I think, four or five years into working life and with no credentials, good enough for business no one in my family had ever done business i didn't have the the financial back you know uh, backup for doing a business and and then god gave it to me i started off uh, working wow. from my home and then god miraculously brought clients about whom i had never imagined or pitched for i used to go around you know pitching for clients calling them cold calling and stuff like that but those businesses never happened but the businesses that came to me those are big businesses big national you know uh, operational companies in india they came and gave me business you know and and i was a, a one man you know uh, company Wow. And that's from there I started, you know, growing. And uh, so, what was that like? Uh, what was? How did you transition from getting a steady paycheck to stepping out into your own business? I, I imagine were you married at the time? Did you have yes. a family? I, I imagine that that's a that's a risk. I mean, you're taking a major risk there mm-hmm. um, to step away from a job, a consistent paycheck, to your own business where you you have no experience. Like you said, mm-hmm. no one's done it before in your family. So. You, you know, you're really taking a step of it. I imagine you prayed a lot around that time mm-hmm. before you did that. What was that like? What were some of the challenges and how did you deal with those challenges? Oh, yeah, that was always, uh, you know, uh, when you start off something like that, it's always a challenge. But, you know, I had a good support with my wife uh, and she, uh, Meghna, my wife, she was she's always been like, you know, if, you, if your heart tells you to do that, go ahead and do it. You know, God will provide for the finances. God will provide, take care of everything. So just go ahead and do it if you want to do it. And uh, so that was uh, always a strength because, you know, when your wife is there with you. And obviously, you know, uh, you have that confidence that, you know, God is going to take care. I mean, to the extent I have been, you know, foolish in the way actually I have, you know, uh, dealt with my career and business actually uh, if you if you a lot of people tell me you know this Roy this this is not the way business is done 
this is not the way you know you go about you know going and meeting clients like you know you're going and meeting managing directors of companies with no background about you know what you're going to talk about and what what are you going to tell about you know who where your office is where your who, how many employees do you have uh, i mean from where how how do you do that i said you know i don't know god blesses me god brings clients to me and god provides so i've done led my life i foolishly so to say mm-hmm. but when in, when when we are in the in the confidence of god it's not foolish you know or it sometimes faith can seem foolish mm-hmm. you know to the world when you step yes. out in faith it can seem foolish to people around you that are thinking yeah. logically and rationally on how this could possibly work yes mm-hmm. so it's like that old uh, song that used to sing i'll become even more dignified than this some yes, will say it's foolishness right. yes. but yes. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. so, you know, to fully obey God, sometimes you have to take steps that seem foolish in the eyes mm-hmm. of the world. Absolutely. So, do you have any stories of like, you know, I don't know any examples of how God brought a client or blessed yes. you or connected you with somebody that you just had yeah. no clue how that would how that could work in the natural? Yes. Uh, you know, I was uh, I was uh, I was doing this business and then, you know, I didn't have uh some big clients you know uh, it used to be like you know you have clients and whatever you get it's just enough to pay your employees and just take back a little bit home and that's it you know so every month on month you're just you know uh, meeting your even, needs yeah. you know breaking even kind mm-hmm. of stuff and then there was a, a big you know real estate client in india it's called mantri developers uh that came to me through a friend of mine he joined this company uh, as a director of marketing and he said okay fine roy why don't you come and pitch and i got that business wow. and that was a big business for us and what happened was that you know now i had never thought about that business this business came yes through a friend of mine but you know it came and i say it's god's provision sure then while i started doing that and that really you know helped you know in in growing the company i hired a lot of people but there was a hidden agenda uh, why this business was brought to me by this friend of mine now he started asking for paybacks you know oh. kickbacks and when that happened i realized that no i'm not going to do that and i refused him i said no i'm not going to do this so he said you will lose this business i said no matter what i'm not going to give you anything you know because it's against my ethics it's against my principles this is not the way i have run business i will not do it and i had hired some uh you know people who were you know i i had to really pay you know fat paychecks to them to ensure that i i deliver to this client right uh and then suddenly that business went away wow. and we had made plans as a family that you know okay fine we have got this good business everything is good we are going to go on a trip to europe and that at that time was a pretty expensive affair yeah but then since i lost lost the business uh we that dream of ours was sort of you know we thought okay oh, fine now we will not be able to do that and then but you know god blesses you abundantly when you follow god's way of doing things mm-hmm. wow. when i have done my business i have done it perfectly the way god wants me to do i paid taxes honestly i paid you know uh, my employees salaries on the day without any delays and i have you know and then the last thing that i would take back is whatever is left i take back to home but wow. then god brought another client again miraculously and that ensured that we take this trip to europe wow and wow. and so you know so i have done my business 
in the way that God tells you to do business business in the Bible. Hmm. My uh, chartered accountant back in India, he had about 200 clients. And he said, Rohit, you are the only person who pays taxes honestly out of my 200 clients. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, that brings up a great point because a lot of people talk about, you know, it, being in business for God and being in business for mission. But uh, that's a great question to ask ourselves is, are we representing God in the way we run our business? Are we that's representing right. God in the way we treat people? Are we representing God in the in the way we, as you mentioned, pay our taxes, you yes. know? And uh, I think that's a great, um, great question to ask ourselves uh, when we say we're following God and we're following God's principles and we believe in God for prosperity because we uh, are followers of Christ, you know, because we uh, believe uh, believe in the Lord, and uh, I think that's uh, that's that's really mm-hmm. that's really key. I think that's uh, piercing a lot of hearts, probably, even to ask those questions. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be business in anything that you're in. Uh, is are you are you you know operating, working honestly and with integrity yes. and uh, with ethics, as you were as you were just mentioning. Now, then, uh, Rohit, there's been a shift in your life and your family's life from doing business in India to now doing business in Canada. And one of the reasons, you know, I'm really excited to have you on the show is that in our Canadian context, as you know, uh, we've had we have an influx of immigrants now from uh, you know South America and the Caribbean and India and Africa mm-hmm. and different parts of the world and a lot of people actually sometimes when they come into a new country they feel like well you know it's different here I've heard people say this oh this is not like back home mm-hmm. so God's not gonna do gonna be able to do what he did back there I mean that was India you know it's a different yeah. context yeah. in Canada things are different so. Yeah. How did that happen? Firstly, how did you immigrate? Because I think a lot of people want to hear, how can I, as an immigrant, hear the voice of God and fulfill God's mission for my life? So how did you, why did you leave, from what I understand, a thriving, successful business uh, in India to move to Canada to seemingly start all over again? Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll go back to uh, what you were talking about initially during this podcast, and you mm-hmm. mentioned about God moving people before he he uses them. Mm-hmm. Geographically, God has moved people. Yes. And, you know, one day in my, you know, God has already put this in my heart again, you know. God puts, he has this is his way of doing things in my life. You know, he puts something in my heart and then he fulfills it. So he, he had always put this in my heart that if I have to grow my business in India, I will do it out of shores. Okay. I will not grow in the traditional way of, you know, going and starting another office in another city in the same country. Mm-hmm. But he said, I will, and my heart, in, in my heart, he said, either it will be Singapore or the U.S. or Canada, somewhere here. And he had already put that in my heart and I started speaking it out. And the spoken word is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And when, especially when God puts it in your heart and you verbalize it and God uh, ensures that, it, you know, it, it happens. It happens. And I used to tell my people, even in, in India, my employees, no, we are going to grow and we are going to grow out of the country. Uh, and with that in my, in my heart, you know, and I heard a sermon in my church and, and the sermon, sermon was about God moving people geographically before he can start using them. And it was always in my heart, again, to serve God. And, you know, we were we were all hungry to serve God. And we were not able to find answers to how do we serve God. And, you know, and we always wanted to know, God, I want to serve you. God, I want to serve you. And then when this thing came and, you know, again, miraculously, the way the things happened with our immigration out here, 
It everything happened within eleven months. Wow. We applied. We didn't have you know, and we didn't even know what it'll, uh, what it takes for us to you know come to a different country in terms of paperwork, in terms of what is required. We had no clue. We just went in faith and said, okay, fine, let's apply. And we did that. We didn't even have our graduation degrees after you know uh, almost fifteen uh, years of uh, passing our you know uh, our college. And the first thing that the the consultant asked was, "Where are your degrees? I need to send that to Canada." I said, "We don't have the degrees, wow. <laughs> you know." Yeah. But then we said, "Okay, fine." The way things work in India is you have to pay bribes here and there to get yes. your papers in place. But we said. If we have to go to Canada, and if God wants to take us, we will not pay a single penny to anyone. Wow. And if we, if God wants to take us, He will take us with that, or else we are not going. And we never paid a single penny. Our degrees landed in our at our doorsteps. Wow. Now, we are, I'm talking of Rajasthan University, where we graduated from, where nothing happened. Things don't move. For fifteen years, they never mm-hmm. bothered to give us a degree, and then when we we uh, we we you know uh, through a, a family member of ours, he goes and and makes a request, and the degree lands at our doorstep. Mm. Wow. You know, so all this while, and then you know, so then you know, to cut the story short, we we came here. Again, we came in faith. A lot of people ask, you know. You have your house there, debt free. You have a established business. What are you going to do in Canada? I said, I don't know. We'll figure it out once you know we go there, and then God will you know open doors. So we land here into a motel uh, on it's called I think uh, some Studio Six or something here in uh, Mississauga. Okay, Mississauga. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we land there. We didn't know anyone. And and uh, we come there and we and and we find. So you knew find, nobody find, in Canada. No the whole one. country. The whole country, <laughs> just a few friends okay. from again Meghna's friends. Okay. You know, one friend of of hers. You know, who offered even to you know then take us out of the motel and put us in his house. And then you know from there we started searching a house. Got you know showed us a brand new house which we start we rented and we are living there now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it has it has wow. been great, you know. And then uh, uh, again, you know, uh, God is in His provisions. He He provided. We had barely six months of supplies with us in terms of the monies that we brought in, and uh, I was already on the fifth month with no job, wow. and uh, you know saying, "Oh, fine. If if I don't land up a job, I probably will have to shift into a basement now. You know, from from a townhouse. Let's <laughs> we'll have to, to go to a basement now. But then you know, again, God brought this job where I worked for the last for the whole of last year." Advertising agency, my field at a senior level, wow. with a very good paycheck, which is not, uh, which is not easy. I which mean, is, when you're a new immigrant, that not doesn't e- usually happen. Which is not easy. It doesn't happen because the stories that we heard was, you know, you need to go and do odd jobs and all that stuff. Uh, not that you know we didn't want to do that. We could, we would have done that. But then you know, God says no. That's uh, I have. If you come in faith, I'll provide for you. Mm-hmm. I'll take care. Amazing. And, and then now, it. not only uh, did you get a good job, but now you've made another transition. Rohit, this is a pattern in your life now, brother. I don't know what's Absolutely. going on, but <laughs> but you seem to you seem to step out of uh, you know security and regular paychecks to now start another business. This time in Canada, tell us yeah. about that. 
Yeah, you know, I actually, you know, after being after doing business for 10 years in India, back in India, when we were coming here, I said, no, I mean, I, I don't want to do business anymore. You know, I want to have a relaxed life, go to work, you know, uh, more nine to five, come back, relax, have my good life. That's what I was doing, you know, never wanted to again, you know, go, go and back to have the uh, get into the trouble of, you know, setting up something and especially in a in a country like Canada new don't know anyone out here you know uh, but then you know uh, God's uh, you know uh, God puts you back into ensuring that the the mi mission that God has given you the mission for your life gets fulfilled so that you know we can and and when we align ourselves with the vision of God mm -hmm. then that mission actually gets fulfilled mm. That's good. and God was God brought me back to business, though I'd never wanted to. And again, I mean, miraculously, the company where I was working, advertising agency, now she, the owner of the company, said that, you know, Rohit, go ahead, do that. I'll support you. I'll help you. Wow. So your previous, I mean, your employer, up yeah. until a few months ago, said to you, go ahead and start a business, which in some ways is competing. Competing. And said, uh, she's going to help you launch this business. Yes. Wow. She said, okay, fine, you go ahead and do it if that's what your heart tells you to do. And uh, you keep managing the client that, I, that you're managing for my uh, you know, business. And, and from there, you go about doing, it, doing things. I said, wow, that's sure. incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. Yes. So let's, let's talk about, and we just have actually, we're almost out of time here. Yeah. Um, talking about the mission of God and being in business, what are ways that God has used you in your business, through your business, either through the prosperity and the profits of the business, or and the people within the business, both your employees and clients, people you've met. How has God used you to impact lives through that? Yeah. Uh, you know, back in India, you know, when I was doing this business, you know, again, it's an ad it was an advertising agency. A lot of time, you know, I was utilizing those skills that God had given me to design things for my church out there. And so I, I was designing their communication. Mm. I was I was helping them with the printing of stuff and all that. So all the blessing that God gave to us, you know, he put it in our heart that, you know, you need to give back. And so we, we, we started doing that for our church. And, and that's probably something that churches don't usually do or they're not good at doing. Yes. Uh, but you came in with a certain skill set that helped the church navigate that, that, that area of marketing and materials and, yes. and, uh, and flyers and so on. Right, right. Because, you know, it, it, it was a small church, you know, a growing church. And it, it, it had to, you know, uh, to start, you know, communicating in, in a professional manner. And, you know, I, I started, you know, uh, lending my talent uh, to that cause. Yes. And then what about with the people and, and the other people that you connected with within your business? How did God use you there? Well, always, you know, uh, when, when you go about, you know, doing business in the way God tells you to do, uh, you impact lives. Mm. Because you do not talk the way usually people talk. You do not do the business in the way usually people do the business so uh, you know when i'm when i'm talking to clients uh, when i'm talking to you know uh, vendors you know vendors are always you know running behind you know uh, for their money for, for from from their uh, you know uh, principal so mm -hmm. but you know i used to pay them on time, on time all the time so you know so the the way you do business in biblical you know uh, principles it it really creates an impact on people who are with whom you are interacting with. 
Wow, that's yeah. powerful. I mean, I think uh, uh, I think it, it it's really countercultural when you begin to operate the way the Bible teaches you to operate, yes. as opposed to um, you know how the world runs things. You know, I I shared the story. Um, I've shared the story a couple of times of how we were doing some renos at our home, and uh, this contractor said to me, "Well, if you pay cash, you don't have to pay taxes on it." You know, yeah. and that's something that's common. A lot of people do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, and I didn't even understand initially why he was saying that, because initially he didn't say that. He just said, mm-hmm. would you like to pay cash? And I said, oh, I don't know. I mean, I could pay you a check. It's probably easier, you know. Mm-hmm. Just think you have to go to the bank, withdraw the money, all of that. And then he explained why he was saying I should pay cash, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, no. I said, I'd pay you the tax anyways. Even if I went and got cash, I'd, I'd take enough money out to pay taxes as well. Yeah. So it doesn't make a difference to me, you know. But those are things that really stand out to people because that's not what's common. That's not right. what's usually done, right? Yes. So I think that's uh, that's powerful. And then secondly, talking about how you are using, you are using your talents, your abilities uh, for the church as well, yeah. and um, and to to help the church communicate at, yeah. at a higher level, you mm-hmm. know. And I think God places people with giftings in order to be able to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's interesting when, it's, you know, sometimes we think, okay, what do I what do I need to say? How do I need to act to influence that person? And sometimes it's just being, um, you know, faithful and obedient to God that speaks volumes to people. So like his accountant may or may not have been a believer, but yet recognizes, wow, Rohit, you operate with um, this level of integrity and people see that and sometimes it's not even about what we say to them or how we how we witness to them but it's about how we live our life and that's what right. um, you know we're talking about here on Mission Connect and just something that you a couple things that you had mentioned that I think are really good for our listeners is you know if, if those that are listening are in that crossroads where they kind of feel okay, there's something that God's calling me to. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's moving, relocating. Maybe it's, you know, a major step of faith where there's a lot of risk involved. What could you say to them practically that to be able to um, be able to take that step of faith, to be obedient to what the Lord's saying, even when there are risks involved? I would say, you know, yes, you know, you need to, you know, uh, always uh, weigh your pros and cons, you know, uh, uh, take risks responsibly, you know, in a way that, you know, it should not, you know, uh, hurt your family, you know, should not, you know, put put your family in a, in a, in a very, you know, unstable situation. But uh, all the while, have faith in God, because, you know, if God has put it in your heart and and you are leading your, your life in a way that God wants you to live, then God will provide. God definitely provides. Um, and, and I, I have seen that uh, with, with my life, you know. Now today, I'm, I'm at a situation where, you know, I don't know from where my next paycheck will come, from where, where my next order will come. You know, uh, it's been two months now that, you know, there has uh, not been a regular, you know, uh, income flowing in. I don't know where my next, you know, order will come from. But I have this faith that, you know, uh, uh, God will provide. And he has al- always provided in me in the for me in the past, and definitely he'll provide in the future. So with that faith uh, in God, and then you know uh, you you go ahead and start doing what God has asked you to do with with uh, full confidence. You know, um, I came out of uh, this business, and then you know I applied for uh, employee insurance, and. Uh, 
uh, I you have to fill out reports, you know. Uh, so there was a thing, you know, do 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 you are you uh, looking for jobs or are doing what, you know? And then I filled out, no, I'm not looking for jobs because I've started my business because I didn't know that, you know, I whether I'm eligible for employee insurance or not if I'm doing business. Then they call me and say, no, since you're doing business, you will not be. I said, okay, fine, that's okay. But you know, you you honestly fill that out. A lot of time, you know, people do not fill that and they keep getting those that insurance benefit. But you know, at the end of the day, you need to see whether you know it's is the right thing to do or not. Because I could do that, but then you know, God will then withhold His provisions. But when I go in faith and so no, I will not do anything wrong. I will do what God has asked me to do. Then God starts releasing His blessings on on you, and and then God provides. You don't have to worry about that then. Rohit, I think that's powerful, and I think that's uh, you know maybe a wake up call to many people that are watching or sorry listening to this podcast. Um, that when God calls us on mission, we have to do it His way. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. and uh, and that you can't take. Uh, shortcuts yes. uh, and expect the blessing of God to follow yeah. you as well. So uh, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's powerful. And, you know, Rohit, I think you've really uh, inspired many people, uh, your faith, uh, the mm-hmm. steps of faith you've taken, yeah. your relationship with God, how you trust, trust the Lord. Yeah. And uh, and now you're in a brand new country and you're still doing it. You're still yeah. trusting God. You're still living with integrity and uh, you're still believing that God will provide and he's Absolutely. able to do for you. And I think that's an inspiration to all of us. So thank you so much for being on the podcast mm-hmm. today. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Uh, Emily, I think that was a that was a powerful um, mm-hmm. session there, just listening to uh, Rohit's story. You mm-hmm. know, someone that grew up in a nominal Christian background and yet through God answering the questions of his life, uh, came to that personal relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we say, okay, God, I'm trusting you. I'm believing in you. But then we do take those. So money doesn't come in. So we say, okay, maybe I can do this. And so in our own thinking, we're tr- we're saying, God, I believe you. But yet our actions are what we do. We're showing, okay, I don't have that much trust that I'm going to, you know, completely give it over to you. Or in case you don't come through, I've got a backup plan here. Yes. That's it, right? And so that, and I feel, you know, for even in Rohit's story and even in my life and and in my family's life, and, you know, our faith needs to be progressive. Like, you know, when we're, when, when we, God, begins to do stuff in our life and we see his faithfulness and we see you know that God brought us through as Rohit said many times God I've seen what you've done before well then we need to take bigger steps and bigger acts of obedience and then you know our faith in God grows in our and so does our obedience and how we step out and our influence that we have that's right and I think uh, that's how you're going to fulfill God's mission is when you take those steps of faith mm-hmm. uh, because unless you take one step Emily and you know this I know you know this and I know uh, you're living this out as well unless you take that first step uh, you won't see the the, the, yes. the place to put the next step you know yeah. and so it's one step at a time that God reveals things mm-hmm. and sometimes man it's almost like God comes through in the last, last minute. minute you <laughs> yeah. know you're like God Second. Just, yeah. come on why, why don't you come a little earlier you yeah. know and yet he's just allowing us to to know that uh, even in those moments he's watching over us and he knows Mm -hmm. uh, what's happening and he will come through right uh, right on time so uh, listen I want to thank all of you that that have tuned in to this podcast remember as always we'd love to hear from you your suggestions your feedback your questions uh, mean so much to us please reach out to us on email at info at passion to reach dot com or online at passion to reach dot com God bless you and have a wonderful day 
Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Mission Connect. Join us next week. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes.